0: I'm gonna tell you a story, baby I'm gonna tell you about my town
1: I'm gonna tell you an outer story, baby It's all around my town everyone welcome to i hate this town my name's owen i'm joined by my co-host mj hi and our producer nick what's up? and our guest for today is my friend hunter joining us from richmond virginia hunter how's it going
0: not too bad how are y'all we're hey, chilling
1: i'm in a hot nasty day in pittsburgh right now
0: hey you should come down to virginia
2: Dude, it's so bad. It's
0: like 110 degrees
2: out. <laughs> it's it, like Virginia is a type of humid that I don't think you can fully like articulate to someone who's never been there.
0: No, yeah, it's it's definitely true.
2: It's it's like wearing a wet sweater all the time. I'm from Northern Virginia, which sucks ass, but is also the same vague like temperature it's in the same like environmental ecosystem as Richmond. So, yeah, it's just unbelievably humid.
0: I will say I'm from Northern Virginia. I did not own shorts until I moved to Richmond. <laughs> it's it's a different kind of hot or a different kind of humid down here. Like you you'll stick yeah. to a car seat in Nova, but <laughs> in Richmond jeans are just not a tolerable option.
2: <laughs> not an option.
0: I went down to I mean,
2: I have
1: to believe in human adaptability, though, because I went down to New Orleans recently, for took like a little trip, and friend that I was staying with was in like the full black Carhartt work pants, and it was 93 degrees and at least 75% humidity the entire time I was Maybe there. they were just more interested.
2: dedicated to the vibe.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, this is why I'll always be a fake punk, because I can't layer up three three layers of black denim. I just can't do it. I give up immediately. Uh all right, yeah, moving on from weather corner. <laughs> <laughs> for this episode that we'll release in a month, Hunter, uh what do you hate the most about Richmond? <laughs> just um, right off the dome.
0: Oh, that's a tough one. Um I'm going <laughs> to You go... can make a list if you want. <laughs> um I'm going to it's it's different in different places cuz I mean, Richmond's not what I would call a big city, but there are fairly distinct Regions of it, I would say, um, and it really depends on if you're taking in all the surrounding areas into uh, Richmond as a whole, but I would say um people in Tahoes that cannot pilot tahoes that's pretty high up there uh, there's a lot of strip malls up there, and um, yeah, gonna be a lot of getting cut off by people swerving in big vehicles um I don't know. I like it out here, though, so it's kind of hard for me to hate on it.
1: It's fair. I think we're all about, like, finding the um, what you hate about a city maybe also gives you in on what you like about it. (laughs) Yeah, I may have missed the title of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) It's a a love and a hate kind of a thing.
2: I will say the best time I've ever had playing at a sober, all-ages venue was in Richmond, Virginia because the entire because about 90% of the venue was a parking lot where you could drink. You just couldn't drink inside of the venue and it was a lot of fun. What was the venue? I do not remember. I hear
1: you. <laughs> the only time I ever like went on tour with a uh, a band and we played at an all at like a it was I mean it was at someone's house and uh, It was, we rolled up in the van, and the guy was like, Yeah, you can like park in the church parking lot across the street. And it was somebody's like suburban house, and I was, and it was get there, and it's like, oh, we're looking for like John, the guy like said he was going to book us for the show, and he's like, oh yeah, that's me. It's like a like, 16-year-old. And I was like, <laughs> so are your parents out of town <laughs> this weekend or something? He goes, oh no, no, they're upstairs. Oh, they said no. they're cool with this as long oh, as no one's no, drinking. No. And I was like, alright, I guess we will hang out in the church parking lot to drink.
2: <laughs> oh no.
1: So, I figured you two, MJ and Hunter, would have a little bit to commiserate on coming from Virginia Broadly. Um, because you, I mean, you grew up there and Hunter, you've been in Virginia your whole life, right? So, um, when did you move to Richmond?
0: Um, I moved to Richmond in 2014 and then again in 2019. I left for about six months to live in Ohio.
1: Wait,
0: why? (laughs) Um, that's a good question. No, um, following a high school sweetheart.
2: Okay. Yeah, that'll do it.
0: This is the best reason to move to Ohio. There's really no other reason. Yeah,
1: it's I'm, the reason most people stay in Ohio too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I,
2: I, I personally like Ohio, but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go there <laughs> if I did not uh, sight unseen. Let me put it that way. Uh, but yes, I am from Northern Virginia. I left in 2006, and I hated it. I hate it there. Fucking shit, place. Yeah, I hear you. and the thing about northern virginia is that it's like half of the state now like like the dc metro area goes down to like fucking lorton (laughs) right
0: And anything north of fredericksburg is nova
2: yeah yeah like my high school people used to take the vre to go to my high school the virginia regional expressway which is a fucking train That it's yeah, so it would basically be like taking the train from Harrisburg to Pittsburgh to go to high school. That
1: fucking sucks. Wait, how long of a commute was it? Because Harrisburg to that's still like three hours. I mean, people on the
2: train, people would go like an hour, hour and a half to high school. Jesus Christ, that's Graham. Yep. I mean that I guess
1: that's the benefit of living kind of close to the nation's capital is you have at least some train service.
2: Oh yeah, the train it's is amazing. Functional. Yeah, the train on the East Coast is fantastic. Um unless you want to go west. Yeah, exactly. Like you can it'll be like it'll be like 40 bucks and and like 3 hours to go basically anywhere unless you need to leave the like Eastern 95 Seaboard. corridor. Right. <laughs> You're like,
1: great train system, not what we need this to be used for.
2: Like, kids should not be having to take the train an hour and a half to go to high school. Well, they didn't have to. They wanted to. (laughs) It was a private school. It's, you know... For senators and senators' kids. And my high school? Like, no, no,
1: not yours. I'm saying the train. <laughs> oh wait, that's the, why the, it's a the DMV good train, service. train service. Yes.
2: Yeah. No, my high school just was Catholic school. Uh, I did not go to like Sidwell Friends or whatever. <laughs> my parents. That would be yeah, really funny. School with funny. no walls or whatever. Yeah. I was, you know, fucking going to high school with uh, Michelle Obama's kids.
1: It would be really funny if Sidwell Friends produced someone like you. <laughs> it.
2: Uh, yeah. They would disown me pretty quick. Pretty
0: quick. <laughs> Not be on the wall of alumni. No, <laughs> no. Okay, so
1: Hunter, do you remember the story that you were telling me about? So I went to Virginia Beach on vacation, like kind of pre like Delta variant news really being like a thing. So I was feeling pretty good about, you know, being vaccinated, like. Out in the world, everyone I'm with is vaccinated. I'm feeling like pretty indestructible until I got to Virginia Beach and went in one of those public restrooms, and uh, that put the fear of God right back in me. <laughs> no longer felt
2: like I could conquer any illness. Virginia Beach is spectacularly dirty. I love it.
0: Yeah, that's a fact. Of all the beaches on that kind of section of the Eastern Seaboard, I haven't been to a beach in New York or anything like that. But you know, Delaware south to like say South Carolina. I'd say Virginia Beach is probably the dirtiest beach in that whole region. (laughs) I love it.
1: When
2: was the last time you were there? Oh, my God. uh, 2005?
1: Things have changed.
0: Okay, I will say it's been cleaner. (laughs) It's cleaner now than it was in 05. I I, I would definitely say that.
1: especially places like Virginia Beach, but I think this goes for, honestly, large portions of the country. You kind of have to start dividing things into two eras, and it's like... Pre vape and post vape because the Mm. advent of the vaping industry has (laughs) fundamentally reshaped the geography of this nation. Virginia (laughs) Beach, now that you can smoke an e cigarette, an electronic cigarette, is completely different than what it was in 2005 because it's just. When you just smoked cigarettes? Yes, exactly. Okay. So it's probably cleaner than it was then, but it's significantly douchier (laughs) because there's not a single uh, e cig shop anywhere in the country but definitely not on the eastern seaboard that doesn't have the most garish hideous branding imaginable
0: right i'm gonna be honest with you i don't know this for a fact but i feel like va beach picked up vaping before any other part of virginia (laughs) gotta be (laughs) has to be like just from the sheer amount of vape shops i mean there there are plenty up here but down there it's like one per yeah
1: I mean, yo, it's one per block. It's genuinely impressive. Um, I will say Virginia Beach uh, merch, unparalleled compared to, like, any other place in America where you can get stupid tourist merch. Like, I, like, I, I was down in bourbon street and you can get a shirt that makes it look like you have titties which is fun and all that but virginia beach is the only place you can go to get a hoodie with the backwoods logo in pride flag <laughs> colors and rick and morty on it right uh you can get and maryland monroe with a shirt. tommy
0: gun and spongebob yeah. on the back yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they've got it locked the fuck down there it's really good stuff yeah ocean city really does not hold a candle to virginia beach in terms of merch or vape stores Right. I, I was gonna say warsh. that's the
0: closest I can think of, yeah. yeah. Ocean City, yeah. In terms of just like the merch and the sheer amount of like, okay, this is a licensed character, like eh, let's print it.
2: <laughs> Ocean City, I mean, if you think about it though, like Ocean City is like what Virginia Beach is to Richmond, Ocean City is to Baltimore. And Baltimore has a similar essence to Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty? Yes. <laughs> I love Baltimore, though. Baltimore, wonderful place.
1: Oh fuck! I forgot what I was gonna say.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, you I were gonna so. ask that. You were asking them to tell some story, but now we've just been talking about vape stores for like fifteen minutes.
1: Okay, yeah. So we we were hanging out. Uh, you came down to visit me while I was in Virginia Beach, and you were telling me the story about like a classic high school i believe it was high school house party that you went to do you remember this
0: i do remember that can you just Um,
1: walk us through can you just start from the beginning and go because
0: absolutely so um as a preface all of this is alleged (laughs) um
1: i'll have nick put a disclaimer in
0: (laughs) i'll just say allegedly every five words it'll be fine all Um, this all this is
2: taking place in minecraft and also under the advisement of our attorney yeah
0: it is a fact um, but, so, basically, allegedly, um, there was a get-together uh, at a friend of mine's house. His parents were divorced, so he, there were two houses, and what they were gonna, they were really close together, like, a block away. Um, so what they were gonna try to do is have a party at one house, and when the cops showed up, they'd move the party to the other house, which is a block away, and it was gonna be fine, because they couldn't raid both houses at once. <laughs> imagine, and this is high school like, thinking. you a block away
2: from your fucking ex? That's Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean, what are you talking about? <laughs> already so
1: many people that I know that live a block away no, from just each other.
2: No, like 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 living like I don't know, just like having a kid and shit splitting with your husband being like, "All right, well, I'll be over here the one, one
0: street over." Yeah, Just make the kid walk over. It's fine. Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, it, it was cool though cuz he got, you know, both his parents in his life and it was it was a good setup. I know, setup. I'm not
2: saying it's a bad setup. Oh. I'm just saying that like I that <laughs> I cannot imagine being that close to my ex and just
0: being like, cool. All right. No, I hear you. <laughs> um, but, yeah, basically they ended up, it only ended up happening at one house. Um, but both both sets of parents were out of town at the same time. So neither of them could snitch on him to the other one. So seemed like a perfect weekend to do this. I showed up a little late um, and brought a friend of mine with me. As I'm pulling up, I'm seeing people running left and right. Like probably about 45 people just heading off into the distance. I saw two frat, or not frat boys at that time because we were still in high school, but future frat boys um, yanked up a keg and they were sprinting with it. Threw it in the back of a Ford Bronco and just peeled out of there. I was like, oh, all right. I have not job for those if they're looking for anything.
1: <laughs> they can move a keg that fast.
0: <laughs> yeah, I couldn't tell you what they're doing now. But, um, cops. Hey, so basically, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't really say cops, but like... Maybe stockbrokers, something like that.
2: <laughs> they found one of the NOVA professions. Oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah. 100%. <laughs> um, but yeah, so these cats, they end up looking out. I come in. I'm like, okay, so what's going on? I found my friend who was the one who actually had the house. And he was like, yeah, man, somebody said the cops are coming. But I don't see any cops. So we're hanging out there maybe 10, 15 minutes. And he's like, yeah, cops are definitely not coming. Like, I don't know what these people are talking about. All right. Well, in that as a matter of fact... Call everybody you know and tell them to call everybody they know. And we're gonna have everybody come through. Oh my god. And we're like, alright, that sounds like a great idea. So problem is there are about fifteen people there at that point, and everyone did exactly that. So within probably about an hour and a half, this is a um like sort of a World War Two bungalow sort of setup. Oh god. Um, yeah, and they going, had blocked going off... into
1: this, I imagined like a mansion or something. No, no, no,
0: no, 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 no. no. This is like a G.I. Bill bungalow. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is not a big home. <laughs> um, and they had blocked off the second story with like luggage and Wait, drawers and hold everything. It's
1: kind of insulting to you that your friend is like, hey, invite everyone you know and then tell them to invite everyone they know and in this tiny home. And in his head, he's like. It's got to be like eight people. It's probably fine.
0: (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. To put this in context, he was allegedly on a mixture of acid and a couple of other things. So he was not making logical requests at this point. Um, So this is what ends up happening. Everybody calls everybody, so on and so forth. Turns out within an hour or so, in a one-story like little bungalow with a front porch and a little back porch and a little bit of a backyard, it's on the corner of two streets. The whole yard, the whole house is wall-to-wall people. I'm talking, like, probably in excess of maybe 250, 300 people. Um, Not a big space for it. And what really struck me about it was that it was the most... So, Nova is in itself a pretty diverse area. I mean, there's a lot of white people. But there's also a lot of, you know, like, Eritrean people... Um, Ethiopian people, Vietnamese, Honduran, Guatemalan, so on and so forth. But it's just because it's so close to D.C., there's just been such a large amount of immigrations that there's a fairly, um, like kind of all people groups are represented almost. Um, But what struck me about that was that is the, even in that area, the most diverse party I've ever been to in my life. Because there were two... Like fake high school gangs were both there. Oh my gosh. They were both representing. (laughs) They were both hanging out. No issues whatsoever. There were like MS cats there. There was this random dope fiend from Vienna (laughs) who was just like telling me how he got addicted to heroin. There were like future frat boys, future ROTC kids, like people that 100% joined the Rangers after high school. Like everybody was in there. Sports stars. Everybody. And, like, I'm seeing... Because I had a pretty, um, I guess, varied set of friend groups when I was younger. Everybody, at least one person from every one of those groups is represented. And I was like, what are y'all doing here? (laughs) So it gets more and more packed, more and more beautiful. You know what I mean? People are coming together. People are having wonderful um, discussions with each other and whatnot. And all of a sudden, I see this dude who was ROTC. Never really a huge fan of him, but he was a person. Um, would end up going on to serve in the military, so on and so forth. This dude just comes booking out the back door while this man's telling me how he got off the dope. And he's just like, yo, cops. And I'm like, this man is running from the cops. I need to be running from the cops (laughs) because this man likes the cops. (laughs) So all of a sudden, before I know what's going on, all 250 people are booking. And apparently what had happened was the um, neighbor behind the house had called Allegedly, um, the police had said, hey, there's a party in the yard. You know what I mean? There's underage drinking going on. You all need to resolve this. Uh, when they had come up to do that, it had uh, absolutely devolved into a shit show. People were running in all directions. That The man who calls fence just gets knocked completely over. <laughs> I see this. These There's people initially trying to climb the fence. And then the second wave hits and the fence just goes down. <laughs> like I saw a girl. She was halfway over. Dude just picks her up and just knocks the fence over. (laughs) Booking. I cut off through the side yard with a couple of other people. We run about, and at this point, I'm running with the ROTC dude. Now, this man is doing physical conditioning on a daily basis, right? His dad's in the military. His granddad's in the military. He is going to be special Horses. yeah me and him are moving the same speed no, yeah. i'm wearing jordan nova,
2: nova is like a very specific class of person that's the spartan training program of the yeah. u.s Empire. absolutely yeah that is like that is like the fucking feeding tube to vmi and the citadel
0: yeah 100 um but yeah this this kid ends up we're moving the same speed future we're booking criminals of america high school <laughs> yeah future uh black <laughs> What's that thing? Blackwatch um, Blackwater Blackwater. <laughs> Blackwater, yeah, oh. future Blackwater oh, yeah. of America, one hundred percent. But yeah, <laughs> so and the, I I mean basically we all booked off, uh ended up circling the block. And uh they had at this point arrived in the van. Um because the thing about this is uh in a particular part of Nova where they have a lot of funding, um For the police and because there was a MS presence in the area, they were allowed to fund the gang task force.
2: I know exactly where you're talking about, too. You know what I'm talking about.
0: Um, So, yeah, basically, uh, because the gang task force had so much money and so little gang, they just got to build up and build up and build up and build up, which meant if they were raiding a party, they were pulling up with a van because they wanted to pull out the van. Uh, At this point, the van pulls up. They're trying to load people in the van. People are scattering all over the place. There's only, like, four cops, despite the fact that they have the van. So the cops are just worried about, like, kind of securing the property. Meanwhile, the whole neighborhood, like, eight blocks in each direction. It's pretty tightly packed streets. It's just people just wandering around, being like, hey, dude, what do we do, dude? What happened to our friends? So you know, everybody's going all kinds of different directions. I ended up getting back to my car, realized I dipped on the person that I had left in there. She went the other direction. I went the other direction. So I ended up having to circle back. I'm just driving through the um, streets, just seeing kids walking past my car in all directions, trying to avoid the police, end up finally finding uh, the person I came with. And there's like four other people. They're like, yo, we're really drunk. Can you get us to the other side of Route 50? I was like, I can do that. So I load all these kids into the... It's like a Honda Accord. Loaded like seven people into the Honda Accord, drove them across the bridge, dropped them off, came back, ended up picking up more people, ferried them across the bridge, dropped them back. And I did this for about maybe 15 minutes before I just like parked the car and circled back to see what had happened at the actual home. And as it turns out, the people that I had... Um, or they were actually the host in the event, um, were a little bit too gone to really leave when the cops showed up. They were <laughs> like, "Well, this is the house, so like we kind of gotta be here." So they were sitting there trying to talk to the cops. The cops were not having it. They were not in a mind state to really uh, understand what the cops were saying or respond to it in a logical fashion. And so uh, one of them ended up getting a charge for. Just you know, there's a party at your house. The other one told the cops that his name was I can't re- like Joe Pizza or something like that. Like it was it was a wild name, uh, and he ended up uh, getting a charge for providing a false name to the police because he told them his name was Joe Pizza. And yeah, that's pretty much how that ended. Presenting
1: false identity to an officer.
0: Yep. Later in life, God that same man. person allegedly got the same charge for uh, telling a cop "fuck you" when they asked what his name was, <laughs> and they literally took him to court, same jurisdiction, for providing false identification to a police officer because he told him his name was "fuck you." I so the, that the gives community. you an idea of those cops. Being like, yeah, my that thing? got thrown out immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Goddamn, that uh, I don't think I've ever told this story on the podcast before. Um, when I was a freshman at Pitt, they booked Ray Sremmerd to play. Okay. You guys remember Ray Sremmerd? I do. Yes, sir.
0: Yeah. He did Homecoming at uh, VCU. Or they did Homecoming at VCU, I should say. Yeah. They did
1: Fall Fest at Pitt. This would have been fall of 2016, I think. Um, I was living in the dorms at Pitt's campus, and uh, the only song that you could hear because... I lived in towers, huge, three huge concrete towers on Pitt's campus uh, where every floor is arranged in a ring of uh, like two person units with the showers at the center and it's all concrete and so every floor had some asshole with like a giant Bluetooth speaker that was waterproof that his parents like got him for college for his like going away gift. So glad we didn't have those in college. He would take it, (laughs) every floor had one of these guys who would take it into the shower with him and play it Oh, that's wow! It's a fucking concrete drum, so you can just hear it all the way around. And so, for like the first three months that I was living there, the only thing you heard was Black Beatles by Race Rammert, and it was not helped by the fact that they played like the second month we were there at Fall Fest. So, the way I remember this going down, and I'm sure somebody will like DM the show account to tell me that I'm an idiot who's misremembering this. Um, It's me. You're not going to know about this. <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> you don't know shit That's about true. this. true. I was fully totally an adult by this yeah. time. <laughs> I was a child. So um, I, I, the way I remember this is Race Strummer plays Fall Fest at Pitt. Pitt wins. I want to say there was a game that night. Pitt football wins. Everyone goes out to party in South Oakland. Standard operating procedure, sure. Nothing out of the ordinary here, except... Ray Remord goes out to party with them. Oh my god. <laughs> and apparently is like getting chauffeured around South Oakland in like a big tooled up truck uh, just like dropping in on random parties. That's awesome. those guys are like I think probably Our younger. Age than or younger. Me. Yeah, they're yeah, way younger than 100%. me. They're probably like 22, 23. Yeah, they're super young. So at the time, I mean I was 19, they're probably also they were probably also like 19 or 20 years old. Um so they're doing exactly what me and my friends are doing, which is uh, just hopping around South Oakland to different parties at different like uh, like sports houses or like houses associated with you know different like student groups. Uh, the only difference is that Race Remmer's doing it with like a driver in a tooled-up truck, and everywhere they go starts a fucking riot when they get there. <laughs> and so the cops are following them from location, essentially trying to catch them going from location to location, like busting parties as they go with race runners like one step ahead of them jumping through South Oakland. So me and my friends are just at some random hockey house like just excited to be there i'm just happy to be invited (laughs) because (laughs) i'm just happy to be invited because i'm a fucking freshman and i don't know shit about shit and i'm like wow this is so great i'm drinking like the worst beer possible and it's like 95 degrees in this house i'm like this is so fucking cool and i like kind of round the corner of this apartment like towards the entranceway and the next thing i know there's just a cop with like like a mag light in my face, like just screaming, everybody get the fuck out right now. And ba- I mean, basically what happened is they shut down every single party in South Oakland <laughs> <Amazing>. <laughs> in, in one weekend to try to like, I mean, because from what I, from what I could tell, like race record would show up at one of these parties and then everybody obviously would text all of their friends and go, Oh, you got to get to Dawson street. And so like 200 people,
2: <laughs> Was it's just, there. I mean, it's Oakland, so it is basically just, like, a herds of rats just, like, roaming the streets, just funneling into different areas. The so.
1: first, like, month or
2: so in Oakland after
1: classes start or something else, I remember once we had our own place and, you know, could get beer on our own without having to ask other people for it. We would sit on the roof of our place and, like, throw empty cans at freshmen. That would walk by looking for a party it's very cool behavior yeah thank you i was we were, i was a dickhead <laughs> um hunter do you remember when you visited me when i was living in oakland
0: i do remember that when you were at the Jelly Fox.
1: yes that's right shout out uh my old punk house the jellyfox and i remember we like set you loose i had classes so i think i just set you loose one day and was like yeah, absolutely go have fun <laughs> So Hunter came down uh, Hunter uh, and his girlfriend Kat uh, I've known Kat for years um, And she came down to do photography for Thrival Festival So she had to go work She had to do actual work And I had classes to go to And you were just kind of hanging out And we were like, yeah, Hunter, uh, go have fun (laughs) Fuck off
0: It's what I do in every city And I remember you
1: like you either texted me or you told me this when you came back you got back in or it was maybe before you set off you were like hey do row houses mean something here and i was like what do you mean and you if i remember correctly right. what you said you, you want to explain it
0: <laughs> oh yeah i was just saying um i was coming from a very like baltimore mindset where you know it's, if it's row houses it might be the cut right but you go to Pittsburgh and it's all row houses. Yes. So that means absolutely nothing. I was like, I don't really know much about the geography here. I would like to be aware if I'm about to walk into some shit. But I honestly have no idea what any of this means. Like, for example, I um, found myself on the wrong side of the river. And I'm looking over, I'm like, that is a beautiful series of luxury apartments. I absolutely love that. What is that? Like, how can I live there? You got such a nice view. You can see all the bridges. And uh, I'm telling my girlfriend, Kat, about it. And she's like, that's the Allegheny State Prison. It was the county jail. Or whatever. Yeah, the county jail. But no, I mean, your county jail is beautiful. It's got a nice view. They did a good the job. The windows hiding are it. fairly large. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> like, they,
2: they've they've done a very good job of hiding all of the uh, immense atrocities that they committed ah. there. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, no. I, but the location is spectacular. <laughs> I, I used to I used
1: to work right right next door to it. I would walk past it like every day. Um, yeah, and it also, does they do make that shit look? Like apartments, kind of. They
2: do, and that's the irony is that the prison is right next to, like, the largest banking institution in the city.
1: One of the buildings of the largest banking institution in the the city. city (laughs) city. Because don't don't forget, there's, like, 11.
2: (laughs) Which one's the real prison?
1: Dude, damn.
2: Um, (laughs)
1: Well, I'll tell you what. I worked in the basement without windows, (laughs) so it didn't feel great. Allegheny
2: County Jail is the real one. It's, It's the real prison. Yeah. That's the place where they don't let people read books.
1: I uh, remember you getting back and you know, asking. I had never thought about the row houses thing before until you brought it up. That like the housing stock of a city is going to be different depending on where you are. The mm-hmm. row houses are going to mean something in Baltimore that they don't mean in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, I also enjoyed your uh, your fun travels through the south side. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> Allegedly, oh. what, what were you doing? You just like spent the whole time on the South Side getting uh, hit up for SIGs by just different oh, children.
0: N- no. Uh, allegedly, I may have become a major purveyor of blunt reps to the community, <laughs> regardless of your age or ethnicity or political viewpoints. <laughs> um,
2: it's not hard to do. Yeah.
0: I'm with whatever, so Johnny Apple <laughs> Johnny
1: Appleseed, but it's Hunter just Johnny traveling from city to city buying blunt wraps for
0: children for uh, Myers allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> hey, look, you know what? When I was young, somebody did the same thing for me allegedly. So I have to to the, favor. the yeah. favor. Yeah, I, I mean exactly.
2: the the cocos in the South Side is really like the premier part of the city of Pittsburgh in which one would, if they were going to, purchase a blunt wrap for a miner. A peach flavored owl
0: blunt wrap for a miner. <laughs> exactly.
2: If one were to do that, the Southside Cogos would be a great place to do it. Yeah. And I have never once been a miner that was purchased having somebody else purchase me a peach flavored owl blunt wrap from the Cogos in the Southside.
1: Well I was to that Cogos on the Southside holds uh two two titles and it's you know underage blunt raps, and also uh we should nominate them this should be a uh Pittsburgh City Paper best ev category best place to get accidentally caught up in an armed robbery Oh absolutely yeah The Southside Cocos Yeah
0: Alternately you could go to the Denny's actually it's not really that way anymore but you could have gone uh, 5 years ago 8 years ago to the Denny's in um Shaw in in Northwest <laughs> Yeah, you could have definitely walked into an armed robbery at that Denny's. <laughs> yeah,
2: not
1: anymore. No, that's that's the thing. If you ever want the life experience of being one chips aisle away from an armed robbery that will net a grand total of two hundred eleven dollars, <laughs> just hang out at the Southside Kogos for a week. Honestly, just hang out in the Southside.
2: <laughs> that too. If you want to, you are going. If you want to be party? You will be caught up in some kind of criminal activity. It just the the. The varying point here is how stupid it is. Yeah, pretty much. Because,
1: I mean, you can get the full range of, like, mistaken identity Duquesne frat brawl <laughs> yep. to um, Pittsburgh undercover sting operation on a biker gang gone wrong. Uh, all of these things and more are available for you at
0: the south side depending on
1: which yeah, bar in you'd one, like to frequent. All in one block. <laughs> yeah, it just depends which
0: bar you want to go into. <laughs> hey, I got a um, frat boy brawl story. From the city original, yeah, man. I'm gonna grab a beer. All right, quickly, but go ahead, <laughs> <laughs> tell your story. Yeah. Um. So basically, I had a, a roommate when I was in college for like the two years I was there. Um, and dude, first day I came in, he was a pretty chill guy. Whatever, seemed a little fratty, but what is what it is. By like the third day, he was like, "Yeah, dude, I just did all this morphine." What? And I'm not even what? gonna say a legend, this this is what happened. <laughs> um, basically the the kid was like, Yeah, I did all this morphine and like it was dope. And I was like, That's cool. And then a, you know, a couple of days later he's like, Yeah, I did more of that morphine, man. Where are you getting I was like,
1: it? he's like eighteen years old and he's getting morphine?
0: Yeah. So okay. um long story short, this is not morphine. In, in case you're wondering, it's it's not morphine, it's it's uh it's dog food. So <laughs> He's, he's very much shooting heroin at this point. Um, oh, no. Actually, I think he was snorting it, which is a little wilder. But either way, within the course of probably about a month and a half, this man goes from like kind of a fuck up to just. Can I swear on this? By the way,
1: on the yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's
0: encouraging Cool. Okay, just making sure. Um,
1: we are we are an explicit podcast, Excellent. and it is marked as, as such. such. Like it is clearly clearly designated
0: as such. perfect. So we I don't, don't want, want to offend children. any children. Yeah. <laughs> so continue but, with the heroin story. Yeah. So basically, this kid um, starts snorting dope. He's doing his thing. Um, kind of just starts fucking up more and more heavily. Uh, at the time, I had a friend who ended up in a handicap dorm. Not because he was handicapped, but because there were no handicapped people. Okay. Um, So he ended up in the, basically like the wheelchair accessible dorm, um, despite not being in a wheelchair, not having a roommate that was in a wheelchair. But That's kind of like how I ended up
1: on the women in engineering floor of my dorm, despite, you know, not being a woman. Uh, or an engineer because well, no I mind. wasn't an engineer at the time oh. they just didn't have enough women engineers to fill a floor <laughs> yikes grim stuff
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> so continue <That's> no good. <laughs> but um yeah so basically this dude uh gets further and further into being a dope fiend he's living on my boy's couch like he only gets up to go to one class because his dealer is in that class so he will he's Just drinks 40s and snorts dope all day. Or all night, I should say. Knocks the fuck out. Wakes up in the morning at like 11, 12, 30-ish. Goes to the one class, meets his dealer, goes to the dealer's house, comes back, repeats. And this is his... He has settled into this routine. Um, Drinks probably about like a 40 a day. Which is impressive that you can combine that much dope with that much 40. But regardless, he never ODs, he never dies, whatever, whatever and um he has a girlfriend who probably one of the dumbest people i've ever met like no disrespect to her i'm sure she's a wonderful person whatever whatever at one point i didn't really drink that much at that time just as an example um she was trying to offer me a beer i was like no i'm good i don't drink and she was like oh well drink with me and i was like no like I, i really don't drink and she was like yeah Drink, drink, with me though, and this went on for like five minutes, and I just had to leave the situation. So that—that's the people we're dealing caught with in
1: here. A conversational loop. Yeah,
0: and yeah, exactly. Um, but regardless, all that—all that aside, he ends up um, disappearing one night, and we did we didn't really think that much of it because you know, dope fiend, been known to disappear.
1: Sure, he's got a mission uh, to
0: go on. Right, but his girl starts calling uh, my boy that he was, he was sleeping on his couch, just calling him up over and over and over again. Like, oh, something happened to him. He's not picking up his phone. I don't know where he is, whatever, whatever. And apparently he calls her. He's like, yo, like, these people robbed me, blah, 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 blah. Like, people beat me up. They robbed me. They stole me. Uh, okay. Um, and so he's, she's got us waiting out front of the dorm. He apparently got his ID stolen. So we're, we're waiting out there for him for like an hour and a half. This dude never shows up There is And uh, then I wanna
1: Just to say There's a fascinating yeah. Combination of like Life problems to have there Where it's like One Being like Like 18 years old And full on addicted to heroin And then the other Opposite end of the 18 year old problem of oh, I lost my ID I need my friends to help me Swipe into my college door Exactly Exactly
0: <laughs> It's uh, a little bit of A little bit of both sides of Yeah that. But um, So anyway He ends up showing up He's in like a gray sweatsuit, just absolutely soaked in blood. Like, it looks like somebody stopped this man to death. So we're like, oh, he's got a black eye. He's he's still got all his teeth, but his lips are all busted up. Like, clearly this man has been stopped, right? And we, you know, he told this girl it was, he got robbed. We're assuming that this is a drug-related incident because we couldn't really think of a better reason. (laughs) So anyway, we get him inside, we didn't even clean him up cuz at that point he was just a problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, we were like, "Get take care of yourself, you know, fix yourself up. We're getting you in the building. Figure your life out basically." And he just passed out on the couch and woke up the next day and did the whole thing again. But, um maybe about 2 or 3 weeks later, um the way this kind of dorm that I was living in was set up it was like a bunch of different two person rooms that were shot off like a main living room sort of deal uh-huh. so um the other cats I was living with there were two dudes um there's one guy that was a like country dude from Ohio shout out that guy he was good people um there was one dude that lived with his boyfriend so he just moved out immediately but basically one of the dudes was a frat boy um guy was he was in delta something i don't know but okay either way uh, apparently he ends up going to a frat party and these people are telling him a story about how they beat the shit out of this dude in a gray sweatsuit no, no. and oh my god so as he's telling this story uh the dude who is a frat boy starts to realize yo that's my roommate apparently he had gone to a party just absolutely out of his mind gone and he was just, like, grabbing women, just generally being an absolute oh shithole. My God. To the point that these frat boys recognized that he was being an absolute shithole. And they were like, yo, like, you need to get the hell out of here. And he was like, no, man, fuck y'all. And so they just stopped the shit out of him. And, yeah, come full circle, Jesus. it turns out that it actually had nothing to do with the drugs. It had nothing to do with him getting robbed. It was him at a frat party getting stomped out by the frat boys from the same frat as his roommate. Holy and that's the only way we connected the dots.
1: That's fucking wild. Yeah, that,
0: that's Richmond in a nutshell. Or at least like the campus aspect of it.
2: <laughs>
0: well, at least you got the
2: shit beat out of him for sucking ass. And not yeah, but like for, for a, a good reason, <laughs> I yeah. guess.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. 100% for a justified reason. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> My freshman roommate I did not get along with, but for, I don't know, far milder reasons. I do remember, though, uh, the day after we moved in, like as soon as his as soon as he was out from under his mother's protective watch he went and got a um, he went and got three dollar signs tattooed on his ass uh, immediately <laughs> and I was like why? Why would you do this? And he goes well it's like a practice tattoo like I want to get one that's easy to do on my ass so I'm prepared for like a harder one on my ribs and I was like but tattoos aren't practice <laughs> it's like a, it's still a permanent tattoo <laughs> we have practice for man. who? right there's nothing the about a tattoo. <laughs> and so then I had to see it every time he got up from bed. Every we, we lived in one room with beds on either side and a mirror on the door in the middle. And I had to see that tattoo plenty of fucking times. Every time he wanted to get up, walk over to the mirror... Pull his ass cheek out and take a photo of it to send to someone and then rub lotion on it and then go lay back down in bed. That was like my first month of living with this guy. And that's how I ended up doing DMT before I ever drank alcohol. So don't let anybody tell you that marijuana isn't a gateway drug.
0: It's legal in the state of Virginia now. First state in the South. God, we suck. I know. Well, yeah, y'all are trash. I was, in, I, was at
2: home, I was at home for Christmas, and we went into the city to, like, we went into D.C. to buy weed, and I came home, and my mom was like, what the hell were you doing? And I was like, oh, we were buying weed. <laughs> she was like, it's not legal in Virginia. And I was like, well, it's legal in D.C. She went, but you're currently in Virginia. And I was like, well, that seems like a Virginia problem to me. Um, yeah. <laughs> I purchased this
0: legally. It's also not like everybody in, that lives close enough to D.C. doesn't drive across the border to buy liquor with no tax? Right? So Yeah,
2: like I know my fucking parents go to Calvert Woodley every goddamn weekend to like stock up on liquor, so
0: Right, anybody paying ABC taxes? No, fuck that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this has been Northern Virginia tax talk. <laughs> <laughs> right. And if you're close enough to Delaware, my God, game over.:
0: Yeah, no sales tax
2: ever. Oh shit. Oh yeah, no. Anytime before my grandma died, when we would go and visit her in Delaware, we would buy like my parents and me would buy like a substantial amount of alcohol. That shit is shopping no for the year.
0: Damn. Damn, right. Shit. It's like the the DeWalt company or the DeWalt family. It just like I don't know if that's a fact, of, but that was always the story I heard.
1: Fame? DeWalt yeah. drill of drill fame. Okay, thank right? You. They like Big just like subsidized. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they they do the thing. I am not, honestly. Very very expensive version of every tool. But it works. I'm I down mean, with Makita. Yeah, Makita's straight. I'm down with anything Harbor Freight makes because love I am ungodly cheap. And uh, the jack stance never fell on me, so we're good.
2: <laughs> I love a Harbor Freight. I love a rural king. I love any place that sells a tractor.
0: <laughs> Northern tool. <laughs>
2: Any place that you could get a tractor and dog treats in the same building,
0: right? I mean, bring back general (laughs) stores. No, you can still find those. I'm telling you, I got family out in Iowa. If I go out there, I mean, allegedly, I could build a bomb in like 30 minutes. We're just it's the first thing you said on this podcast part.
2: that
1: deserves to be prefaced with allegedly. <laughs>
0: allegedly. Yeah, I'm saying they got they got stuff that you cannot buy in the D.C. area. No. <laughs> just sitting out, it's like oh, well, okay. There's okay. certain things
1: if you buy it in the Richmond uh, or sorry the the D.M.V. D.C. Maryland Virginia area anywhere there, certain things the that you buy the list. person selling it to you is an FBI agent. Like just by nature of what you're buying. You can buy it, but they um, they ask to see your ID and they make you sign a book like you're buying uh, like Sudafedrin. right? Like you're buying you're buying like goddamn over the counter Claritin D, and they have to make sure you haven't bought too many packs of it in the last month because then you might be making meth with mm-hmm. it, you know? Like
0: that's what happens here. Yeah, meth potential. <laughs> it's like i remember before energy. that i really remember that i mean i used to be at the metro station and people would be like yeah like can you buy sudafed and i, I remember being like really young like why would i want to buy sudafed like i'm like seven i don't need sudafed and they're like hey, can you just get like 10 boxes dog i'll give you the money like why can't you? A, the Union
2: Station a... <laughs> the Union Station Metro is like a really fantastic place to have somebody ask you like if you can buy them Sudafed. Is there an age it's limit on buying Sudafed? like is, it, is it there, like a like minimum, 18, I think.
1: Okay, so there's a
2: so you can get
1: a sort of a pipeline going here where you get seven <laughs> this is terrible. You get seventeen <laughs> year olds to buy you Sudafed and then you buy them uh backwoods and and beer. Trades. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. This is what the government does not want you to do It's band together
0: (laughs) In (laughs) In solidarity This is is the American unity